You are listening to Rags to Resale, the podcast for career resellers or anyone who wants to amp up their online resale business the right way. Here are your Posh Pro experts. Hi, Gemma. Hey, I know. I feel like I, uh, I missed I've been you. here in a while. You haven't been on several of the podcasts and I've missed you. Oh, we had some good ones though. You, yes, we did. We really did. Rachel and Britt, both Rachel from Helpsy and uh, yeah. Britt from at Cute Case. Cute Case Resale. Yeah, and he has really- me convinced that we're going to Posh Pro, you and me, baby, we're going to open a Facebook page for the boutique. And we're going to do her little yeah, She had some really good ideas. I really mean, good ideas. I am just always okay. impressed by the different uh, facets of this industry. I, I really am. <clears throat> she hustles, man. She's, she's like, okay, that didn't work. What can I do? What can I do? So we need to like fo- follow her. We need to follow her example. And, uh, you know, sorry, I got to hold on one second. I got to turn this off. <laughs> but we, sh- we should follow her example and like hustle, man. She, we gotta yeah. Hustle. yeah. Yeah. So, um, so today we are going to talk about a couple of things. Um, one, seasonal shopping. If you don't know what that is, we're about to explain what seasonal shopping is. And, you know, perhaps you kind of obviously have an idea there's seasons, but uh, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of it. And we're going to talk about something that came up recently about the Poshmark algorithm. Yes. But uh, we'll get that to that towards the end of the podcast. First, yes. we're going to talk about seasonal shopping. And Megan is obviously an expert uh, shopper for sure. <laughs> and yes. seller. But uh, tell us what started you to go in the direction of seasonal shopping or seasonal selling. Should we call it seasonal selling? Yeah, it's probably more like a seasonal, well, seasonal listing, really. Because um, I kind of shop all year for everything. Now, obviously, I will pass over like right now in this beautiful springtime, I find I'll kind of meh and leave, you know, very heavy coats and stuff. And I think part of that is just my psyche. Like I am sick of winter. I don't want to think about winter. I don't want to think about heavy coats and stuff. So unless it's a dollar or less, you know, if I'm at the bins, sure. But I, I have um, an affinity for shopping for summer in the spring and fall in the summer and and like that. And really you could actually track that back a little bit because you do people shop in advance of seasons. So, you know, as school, you know, everybody back to school shopping, that all starts, you know, August and end of June, you start, you get annoyed when you walk into target, it's still beautiful, sunny out and you see all the back to school crap. That is true everywhere. So, you know, I'm noticing, I'm noticing things come out a month before yeah, yeah, the they, actual holiday or season, we'll call it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, in Christmas, you know, Christmas, people lose their minds because people, the Christmas and holiday stuff comes out now way before Thanksgiving. So, you know, you have to kind of keep up with those trends. Uh, with but, yeah, but question I have for you. I mean, I, it always seems like they have bigger sales after the seasons yeah. instead of 
pre-season. So are you shopping? Well, you're going to get into your calendar, but do you, do you notice that that that's more after the season? Yeah. I shop like a goon right after the holidays. Like it, it, all of the Christmas stuff is going to be at its peak of discounts right after Christmas. So, I mean, I know Black Friday is great and all that stuff, but really the Christmas stuff is going to clearance down to pennies on the dollar right after Christmas. And this is at thrift stores as well, because that's really where we're shopping, right? I mean, I know that at big stores that these things are going on, but thrift stores, they have even bigger discounts on holiday stuff. Okay. Yeah. So you go in the day after Christmas or whatever day they open and all the Christmas stuff is clearance, especially the smaller shops, like, uh, you know, places that just don't have the space to hold it. They dollar clearance everything. So that's when you pick up, you know, your, your holiday wear, your evening high-end boutique New Year's Eve stuff, all that stuff comes right after the season. So, uh, you know, Jan one, you can, you could get tons and tons of holiday deals now, and this isn't true for all. I put it all away and I don't list it until the fall. And we'll talk more about that when we get into the schedule. But a lot of people that that is my way of doing things. A lot of people list all year and say they do well with it. I, tend to leave up my stuff. Like I don't pull down all the winter stuff. I leave it up on my Poshmark page, but I do put it away. I put it away and I have it out of my shop. It's not hanging in the, in the store. I put it away. I have it organized, which I just did yesterday. Took me all day. I have it in bags and you have to organize it if you're going to still offer it on Poshmark. So I have my sweater bag, my menswear bag, my skirt bag, my pants bag. It's all very specifically in clear plastic bags, organized and shelving so that if someone does purchase something, I can find it. Off season. Off season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's super important or you go completely insane. Mm-hmm. But I do, sh- I do tend to shop all year. If you see something at a good price, you know, get it. I don't right. hold right. it off. But I do list, I, I f- totally believe, and it comes from Poshmark, you know, when you refresh something, when you renew a listing, when you relist something, it gets a fresh new look on the algorithm. So it stands to reason that if you list fall stuff, right, right as people are starting to buy in, in the end of summer, midsummer to the end of summer, it gets a fresh look. So at minimum, if you're going to leave it up all year, I would relist it right before the season because you want it to be new and fresh and exciting for everybody. You don't want, you know, and you want it to be at the ultimate price. People expect to pay much less for a winter coat um, in the middle of summer summer, than they do right right in the fall. So Mm -hmm. if I leave winter coats up, I tend to get really low ball offers. Um, off season. So why torture myself? That's just more offers. I have to go back and forth with more negotiations, more relisting, all of that stuff. I just, if, if it's new, something I've already, I've just purchased, I just put it away. And then I do a fresh, big reload of winter or reload of summer right before the season, a few, you mm-hmm. know, a few months before the season. Yeah. So 
let's get into your schedule. Sure. We're going to do a blog on this yeah. and provide the actual schedule mm-hmm. and uh, we'll, we'll link that as well when we, when we uh, put the podcast up. We'll have the graphic folks do a cute little downloadable so that they have something that they can yeah. carry with them yeah. or put up in your office or whatever. But mm-hmm. January, February, I shop end of season holiday and I start listing St. Patrick's Day, Easter, spring. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if it's not already up, uh, I, I, there's things that I've left up and haven't sold and I will read mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, but those things go up fresh and it's nice too, because you don't have to go shopping. It's nice to pull that bin out and go, Ooh, I have five mm-hmm. Philly Pulitzers or mm-hmm. I have, you know, an Easter dress or I have, you know, so, so it, it's helpful to have those bins put away. So as we get into March and April, summer shopping begins. Like I am full on swimwear shopping for swimwear and getting prepared for the big influx of the vacation season. Um, you can focus on dresses, your listing spring jackets, rain gear, Oh, prom and wedding. Cause mm-hmm. you know, June is a big season for all the fancy prom dresses. I just put all that away just now. Cause we just got through prom the, I left a couple of the wedding dresses up, but we're, we're almost too late now. Right. They've, They've bought their wedding dresses if they're mm-hmm, married in the mm-hmm. high season of June. Now there are dr- weddings in the fall, so I don't rip those down as quickly. But all the prom's gone, like I, it's gone. Right. So um, now May, June, you know you're into beachwear. So I'm constantly throughout the summer I'm listing swimwear, but it should almost all be up. And you're starting to shop fall. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've already started grabbing plaids and things like that, because when you see them, especially for a dollar, they're in high demand, leather shoes, boots, sneakers, anything, kids, backpacks, you know, you can get backpacks in January, February, March for $0. And then all of a sudden the thrift shops come August, they're trying to charge $20 for, you know, a Jansport backpack. Just once you get into July, August, back to school. Back to school and into the holiday of Halloween. Mm-hmm. It, uh, Halloween, yes, right? <laughs> getting into a treasure trove of money-making time. You know, everybody is ready to spend from August through Black Friday. You, that's a time of the year where you just need to be listing like crazy and you're collecting money like crazy. It's my favorite. Favorite time of year? July, August. I mean, I right. I shop last minute for those things. I've never oh, been <laughs> I've never been one to get everything done a month in advance, but people do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and they will tend to come to Poshmark and eBay and places like that first because they say, okay, this is the list that I have that I need to get. They're going to want to get in there and try to get those things uh, inexpensively before everyone else gets them. But then once the big sales are coming, once Black Friday come, is coming and Cyber Monday and all that stuff for, for the Christmas, it seems like, oh, we're going to have tons of people shopping on Poshmark on Black Friday. It's not really true because the new stuff is on super sale, you know, so mm-hmm. at the stores. So they tend to go to the stores then. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our, our time is before Black Friday. It's before, well before Halloween. It's well before back to school. Gotcha. Uh, the early birds are our friend. 
fall, Thanksgiving, you start to do plaids, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So all the way through Thanksgiving, sweater, sweater weather, sweater weather. <laughs> Emma, it's sweater weather at that point. <laughs> Where did that? What, what is that? I'll <laughs> we'll pop it up so you can see it for a second. Sweater weather. So <laughs> say it, it's fun. You can do I it. I can't even. I can't. I can't. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Yeah, I, I'm not even sure, yeah. what doing, but okay. So then, when do you start doing Christmas? I start listing Christmas September. You start listing Christmas in September. Okay. All right. So, oh, right now we're into uh, we're coming up on the Fourth of July. Yeah, you should have it all listed by now. That should be all listed by That's now. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people one. Already, June, we're at like June second, and we should be listing Fourth of July already. Yeah, I mean, you should be oh. deep into summer beach, all that stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna need this calendar, this yeah. uh, golden calendar that you're gonna put together for us. I'm July need- stuff can also be worn on Memorial Day, which just passed. Right, you know, I remember noticing that how much Memorial Day is just like the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. flags were out everything was out all the freaking fireworks were going it was so annoying in my neighborhood the dogs were really? going ape yes shaking. okay so it sounds like you generally just shop for anything you see uh throughout the year except for maybe there are certain times of the year where there's bigger sales going on for particular seasonal items but you just shop generally for for anything. And then if you find it, then you, you'll list it according to the calendar for that season, or do you have a budget for seasonal items specifically? And, you know, you focus on that shopping. Yeah. So I don't have a budget for that. I mean, I have a a particular budget when I go into a store every time. Mm -hmm. So I give myself a budget and a lot of that's based on how sales are going, you know, um, but I give myself a budget for, you know, the bins. I try to stay around $25 because it's so inexpensive. When I go into a Goodwill or anything like that, I try to stay under a hundred unless it's some crazy sale. Um, but I will say that according to that calendar, you can prioritize based on what you have in your closet. You know, I will go into a store with a list, a pre-list before I go shopping of things that I'm sort of low on or I have a a never ending wish list. You know, I have right now Birkenstocks are on that list. I'm low on some swimsuits. I need bigger sizes of summer. I'm right now. I'm like, yes, you need larger sizes. No, I I do. I need, I'm very familiar with your closet since our entire office is your closet. And, uh, I find a couple items in there for myself, but, um, cute swimsuit. It's a cute swimsuit. But, you know, the thing is, is that big, bigger sizes sell better. So they fly out of my closet faster. Oh, smaller things as well. So a lot of the smaller things hang around and I will tend to buy smaller things. It's brand envy. Like I will see something and I know the brand is so great that I buy it. And then I end up with a bunch of smalls or I wear a size small. So the size smalls are coming out of my closet or I'm wearing them, bringing them back through. And I've got two daughters that are a size small. So now I've got three women in my family Mm -hmm. pushing stuff into my Poshmark closet. So naturally I do have more size smalls, but 
Uh, I have been on a quest lately for larger sizes and Gemma, what was your birthday present? You know, I was uh, thinking about that in the shower today. Problem is that when I, uh, is that I've gained weight, right? So I I've gained weight. So now when I go shopping, I'm having a really difficult time because I, I, apparently I'm not grabbing the right size for myself. And so then when I get into the the dressing room, I put something on, I'm like, oh my God. And I'm just so discouraged because it's just not fitting properly. And I think too, because my body has changed so much that um, different styles are needed to, um, you know, appeal for my, for my body. Uh, so I'm thinking that, yeah, you're going to be my personal shopper mm-hmm. and it I'm going to explain to you that we need to, you know, accentuate the good and not accentuate the bad right. and find flattering. I need flattering clothing for summer that fit me properly. Yeah. So I can tell you what styles I'm more into and you could do that shopping for me and we could do a little video and see how well Megan dresses Gemma. Love it. Yep. I want a list. We're going to have a, uh, I'll, I'll keep a tally mm-hmm. of the budget, not because you have to pay for it. Cause this is your birthday present, but because we want to show what I got and how much it yeah. costs. Yeah. And, um, and then we'll have, we're going to do a movie montage. I like it. So when do you need this list? life to do movie montages? When do you need this list? I'll get that to you ASAP. Whenever you want, I'll just, you know, <laughs> okay. I'll go do it. I'm excited to shop for you. Uh, awesome. I am too, because I'm not doing well for myself. That's for sure. Um, okay. So let's go to our final um, topic of the day. Uh, Megan, you who were you talking to at Poshmark? Were you at an event? No, I was at, I was at the event. Remember we oh, went live right. from the event. We, that's yeah. where I picked my shining stars. It was at mm-hmm. uh, that beautiful view. It was called, it was at the view. Right. It's okay. the rooftop location down in the South loop of Chicago. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, Poshmark invited a select group of poshers. It was pretty small event, like 30 people and they wined and dined us. It was really, it was French fries and (laughs) snacks, but the French fries were really good. I think it was, you know, it was whatever views like they were really good. good I mean, I have a hard time finding a fry. I don't like this woman. You asked her a question about the Poshmark. Yes. Four women from Poshmark were there. They didn't engage too much. Oh, there was a DJ. I mean, it was very nice, but um, I don't want to poo-poo the, the event. But um, I went up and talked to some of the Poshmark folks. I told them I was going to go live. I didn't want to scare them with my live event thing I was doing for Shining Stars. I overheard one of them tell another person who was asking about the algorithm. She said, there is no algorithm. Hmm. Yeah, now, that's before we judge that person, we could. She was young, maybe she, I don't know. There's several possibilities. Maybe that's the line. I can't believe they would. Um, Poshmark would I think we were that stupid, so I can't imagine that's the line. It's just unusual because I mean, Poshmark we know works with Google, they use they utilize Google to drive traffic to your listings, so Google alone. <laughs> 
is a massive algorithm. And then just being a social media site alone. uh, Okay. We're not a social media. We'll call it a social uh, app. Poshmark is a social app where you, your community and you need to share each other's closets and like, and whatnot. So that's an algorithm. There's just no way of going around the idea that this it's, based on an algorithm. No, it's not true. So uh, it was, it was a false statement. So whatever drove that girl to say that was either she didn't want to talk about it. She didn't have an answer to the question. Uh, it was just pure laziness. or, you know, they, there's a possibility that that's been, that's the line. Hold on one second. Jack, I can hear that. Jack. I'm I'm on a podcast. Can you turn that off? So I want that clip right there as like a blooper for something. Just, uh. I just want it. Um, no, yeah. Um, I'm guessing that she said that because of what's been going on with the algorithm lately, that there's been a lot of questions and it just it was just shutting the question down. Yeah, so that's that my take as well. I hope. That that's not the line from Poshmark because it's super condescending. I, I would I would hope that they have more faith in their seller's brain power than that, that they would just be able, they would just go, nah, no algorithm. So um, but it is an issue. These are people that are uh you know representing Poshmark, not able to speak to it or unwilling to speak to it. So um, and you know, if you look and search and see anything about the algorithm when when things go south on the algorithm like they did in april and march frankly um there's not much information that comes from poshmark specifically to help or fix that situation Mm -hmm. they do contend that there's not a problem so um I don't know why they keep that close to the vest. I guess if we all figure out exactly what's going on with the algorithm, then, you know. Yeah, it's the same thing with Google. I mean, Google doesn't reveal their algorithms per se. Everybody has to kind of guess and follow the trends and figure it out on their own. But I I mean, I sort of get it. It's just funny to say that there is no algorithm when we're we're in in an internet age where everything is an algorithm (laughs) like somebody's being followed you know to you know target you with ads there's algorithms no matter which way you look at it so yeah Yeah. so it was just it was a little disturbing to, to hear that um considering that I'm constantly watching the trends and you can see the trends happen and you can see the drop off and you can see the bump. And it's been frustrating because I believe, and we've, I've talked about this um, on YouTube in the past, but I believe that they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. They had, they went public last year. They need to bring in newcomers, newcomers equal data. Uh, They can mine their data that shows value to their stockholders. And I get it. They should, they should do that. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they have to keep us happy too, because we bring sure. it there. I think they're, and I've seen an ebb and a flow on the algorithm. I've seen a total drop off earlier in the week. And then it seems to be trending on the weekends 
towards the sellers away from them completely on the, at the beginning of the week and then towards them. Although I will say, and maybe it's, it's just because it was a holiday weekend and there were so, so, so many sales and it was a beautiful weekend. There was a drop off this weekend. I didn't, I didn't see a ton of sales. I, I had a few smattering on Friday and then it wasn't that exciting. Now I did also have the shining stars this weekend. So I was super busy sharing and auditing that event. So Mm -hmm. I was doing my due diligence as much as I would normally do to tell a community like Poshmark that is, has been told what they should do in order to drive sales to their closet, that there's no such thing as an algorithm. Bad form, bad form. Very, but yeah. you know, like you said, they she were young. She was so young. Yeah. Yeah. She was probably like, what is that word? Their, their employees are beautiful. Of course they are. They're all beautiful. Wow. <laughs> hired models or Poshmark employees? Uh, probably, uh, no, they were probably hired models. <laughs> beautiful. I mean, that is a thing. So, yeah. well, oh. I think that's all we have for today's podcast. Uh, I will tell you that if, if you're jumping around on YouTube after the podcast, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, I've got a thread up haul that I'm going to present today and I'm excited about it. I'm going to go through my sales for the week and show you some sales that I'm excited about. That would be really and, great. Um, what else? You know, and when you go over those sales, kind of explain like I paid five dollars for this i found this at the goodwill and i made 80 or whatever i feel like that's really you know powerful for you know new resale sellers to um understand you know okay i will i promise and i one more thing i'm going to go to the bins tomorrow i'm so excited you know, I, I'm going to have to experience the bends at some point for sure. You're coming. You got to come with me at some point. It's a little um, overwhelming the first time. I, I did. Well, Britt did say to go during the week mm-hmm. and, um, you know, with my baby girl gone for the next however many days, I will have some time that I can venture out with you. That's the other thing. That's the other exciting news. My daughter got a job. Maddie got a job, a big job, nice job Mm -hmm. in North Carolina, Raleigh Durham. So I'm going to be searching Raleigh Durham for all the best shops. So if you guys live in Raleigh or Durham, send me where to go. I want to know like where to go and what days of the week those, those sales are. Cause I'm going to have nothing nine to five. We should talk about that in another podcast. podcast because my good friend, Gina, who I was explaining to her, our business and whatnot, I was like, Gina, you love thrift shopping. I mean, we, she's been thrift shopping since we were in our twenties. She loves it. It's where she always went, yeah. brought me there. And I was like, this is, this is you, you should be doing this. And she lives in um, Kentucky, Ooh. trying to remember what town, Bria. Bria, Kentucky, maybe. Does she have some faves? And she is convinced that she will not be able to find good clothes at her thrift stores. Well, like for selling purposes, like she finds stuff for herself, but she thinks for sales purposes. So I think we should cover that in our next podcast. Let's talk about the quality of thrift stores in different pockets of the world. Maybe we should do a poll beforehand. I'll put a poll and have people send me their best and we can figure out where best one is, you know, right, right here along the Wisconsin border, there's a like 20 mile garage sale 
So there's some other fun. Oh, that's ways. right. You were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. There's other fun ways to get stuff if you're not in a great thrifting area. So, so perfect. We will cover that on our next podcast. Awesome. <laughs> All right, so Megan. All right. Love, well, I'm glad you're I back. Yeah, me too. This was fun. All right. I'll talk to you yeah. soon. All right. Bye. Tips, live events, contests, celebrity appearances. Don't miss a moment at poshproproject.com.